I stand my ground when I say that if the Tampa Bay Rays didn't exist, the Pittsburgh Pirates would be classified as baseball's hottest team. Good Friday morning to you. Thanks so much for tuning in here on the Fan First Sports Network. This is Talk the Planks Morning Buck Joe. I'm Jake Slobodnik recapping last night's big top win over the St. Louis Cardinals. The Pittsburgh Pirates add everything going in their favor from pitching to hitting to defense. Really, it was just a complete game by all ends, and it was one that I think a lot of people are going to go back and watch for a long, long time. The Pirates, for the first time since 2013, when they downed the Redbirds 9 to nothing at Bush Stadium, they picked up their first shutout win back in St. Louis 5 to nothing Thursday night. And as we said, there were a lot of things that factored into the win, and let's get down to it. It was a 0-0 stalemate heading into the sixth inning, but Andrew McCutcheon led off the top of the inning with a double. He was brought in the following at-bat by Carlos Santana, who's on a hot streak. He ripped a double down the left field line. Kutch scored rather easily. Kutch then helped the cause in the seventh by hitting a sacrifice fly, which drove in Jiwan Bay. Oh, don't worry. We'll mention him a little bit later as well. Then in the eighth, Connor Joe and Rodolfo Castro went back to back to put the game out of reach with two solo home runs. It was Joe's first home run as a pirate, which is odd considering the Bucks drafted him in 2014, 39th overall, and developed him before trading him away. Meanwhile, Castro's home run raised his season batting average to 292. The big question is, will it continue to rise? I know a very small sample size, but considering Castro is starting to make consistent contact with his bat while mixing it with his power, it is good to see. And a four-run lead for the Pirates wasn't enough, though. It was a wild pitch by former Pirate reliever Chris Stratton in the ninth, allowed Key Brian Hayes to score the game's uh, fifth and final run. But as we alluded to earlier, the offense wasn't the only bright spot for the Bucs on Thursday. How about Vince Velasquez? Turned in arguably his best outing ever, not just with the Pirates, but in his entire career. He earned the win after tossing six shutout innings while collecting as many strikeouts, garnered a lot of whiffs as well, even including uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado chasing breaking pitches outside and low. It was just great to see. As a team, he limited the cards to three hits and two walks as well. And then he was supported by a great great bullpen game as uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr. earned his second hold of the year with the spotless seventh inning. Colin Holderman continued to excel in the eighth with two hits, just loud and uh, no runs as well. Then Dari Moreda, good to see him back off the uh, schneid as we all remember on Wednesday, he was sort of bounced around by the Houston Astros, but then he came in in the ninth inning last night and locked down the win for the Pirates. Did not earn a save, but I think it was a pretty impressive outing by the young right-handed reliever who we got from the Cincinnati Reds. But again, in baseball, you need all three facets, hitting, pitching, and defense, and they got that last night as well. Remember G1 Bay? Yeah, of course you do. He got the start in center field and continued to turn heads as he racked up not one, but two highlight reel catches, one against the wall, one on a full body dive. He came up throughout the pirate system as a primary shortstop, but now has sort of transitioned to a full utility player, but uh, he'll factor into one of my takeaways here coming up in just a little bit. Manager Derek Shelton said that versatility is something that the team values and G1 possesses a lot of it. Wow. I mean, uh, big catch early set the tone, you know, going up against the wall and uh, and then he made the diving catch earlier or later coming in. He really played well. He did a nice job. Shelton adds that Vince Velasquez was on just another level last night. He was really good. I mean, he was sharp. We talk about how good his stuff is uh, when he's in the zone. And he went right at a really good lineup. And, you know, right at some, you know, we're talking an MVP, a guy finished third, right at a tough, and he executed pitches. And uh, very good, very solid. 
definitely a rare sight to see from Vince Velasquez, but nonetheless, it's still a good one to see. And uh, the Pirates forced Cardinal starter Jordan Montgomery under seven pitches in the first. You get the illusion that, oh boy, this is going to be a long night for the Pirates bats. Jordan Montgomery looks dominant after the first, but something must have switched in that second inning because they started to take more uh, counts deep. And uh, that was something that Sheltie was very proud of. We stayed with our approach, which was really important. And we just continued to battle and, and nick away at it. And then we were able to extend it. And honestly, the, the fifth run was huge because it kept Bednar out of the game. You know, Key getting the double and then being able to score on the wild pitch. But I thought throughout the, the entire night, our entire offense had a really solid approach. And it's a really nice, nice bounce back after uh, yesterday. So let's get to our takeaways. I, I think we should start with the elephant in the room and make Jiwon Bay the full-time center fielder, at least for now. I'm not impressed with Jack Sawinski in center field. Sawinski is hit or miss, literally, on offense. Um, Brian Reynolds, I, I think the conversation stands that he looks more comfortable in left, but he can play center. Uh, that's debatable, but I just think with how Jiwon is playing defensively, and he is making some contact offensively, he's not wowing anybody in the hit column, but he sure is helping whenever needed. Um, I, I will say, I think Jiwon Bay has earned this posi- the, the starting spot in center field. I would love to see him more, get, uh, get more looks as a starter in center field going forward. I know I'm not the one in charge of that, but I just think that that's, that's the biggest thing right now that sticks out to me is for, for a team that had a lot of questions in the outfield as to who's going to go where at the start of spring training. I think Jiwon Bay to the surprise of everybody has earned that starting spot. And I know center field is a daunting task because that's what controls the whole outfield, but he just looks so comfortable out there. I think he's very much deserved it. Um, Let's talk about Rodolfo Castro for my next takeaway. You know, I was kind of, I was thinking that he wasn't going to do much this season, but considering he's on a little bit of a consistent streak at the plate, not saying he's hot at the dish, but I do think he's done pretty well so far. Um, has struck out a lot, but that's something that you can work on. I, I, and considering his defensive flaws, I would, I would think the pirates would have a little bit more comfort, uh, putting him at the DH spot, at least maybe for a couple of games. Uh, I, I think first of all, with, with G man, Choi continuously striking out at the plate. Sure. He's made hard contact a couple of times, but three strikeouts last night against the Cardinals. He joins just Mark Mathias and we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, Considering he finished the night with three strikeouts from the first base role, I would like to see Carlos Santana maybe switch to the D to the first base role while having Castro as the uh, DH. And then uh, we'll talk more about who I want at, at uh, second base or who I would like to see, I should say, uh, here going forward. Um, big thing for me, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, he makes Billy Bean proud if he played back in 2001. Uh, he gets on base. I mean, he works counts deep. Uh, I think Rum Bunter was the count that tweeted it last night. Uh, it, it was almost like a faux uh, conversation between Kutch and Charrington. Like, hey, Kutch, we'll resign you to be the veteran leadership, not do too much and just be primary DH. But what I mean by that is produce like you're in 2014. That's just paraphrasing it. But I like it because he does take counts deep. Uh, he's drawn a lot of walks so far. I don't have the exact number on me, but... Uh, he leads the team in walks right now. Just looks really comfortable at the plate, and he can hit when needed. Um, he gets on base. He does the job, and he sets the Pirates up for runs, which is something that uh, they've had trouble doing over the past couple of years. I know different roster does that in a negative way, but ultimately, I like the way Andrew McCutcheon has been getting on base. He's been helping out, but he hasn't been trying to go over the top. Now back to the second base debate. Send Mark Mathias down. Um <laughs> Three strikeouts along with G-Man Choi Thursday. He is 0-4 Infinity 
uh, since coming up to the Pirates. He had a defensive error at second base yesterday. It just and a lot of people compare him to Josh Van Meter, which sure, I mean, I can see that. I don't know. I just I feel like with every I guess uh, scapegoat for the Pirates, I feel like they all have something unique to them. Well, Mark Mathias's unique talent is that he goes over and can't make contact with the ball. Um, I, he's only been up a short amount of time, and I think he leads the team in strikeouts. Just send him down. Bring Nick Gonzalez up. I mean, Gonzalez isn't off to the hottest of starts this season, but at least he's a promising prospect. He is well due to be for a promotion. Um, bring him up. See what he can do at second. His defense is pretty good. I, I would just rather, if I'm going to see somebody fail at second base, I would rather it be somebody with a lot of intrigue, like Nick Gonzalez over a guy who brings literally zero value to a team and Mark Mathias. And I apologize. Some of his relatives or friends might be following us. But let's be real here. He's not producing. He hasn't produced since he came up. Um, yeah, he tore it up in AAA. But if he can't produce at the major league level, then what are you doing? I would like to see if he doesn't turn it around, he's going to be gone pretty soon. And uh, just let's start off or let's end off on a very positive note. This is a wonderful start to the road trip. A lot of people counted this game out. They thought that it wasn't going to work. They thought Vinny Velasquez was going to go out there and serve up four earned runs. Hey, I was a part of that crowd. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to go out there and cough up meatballs to Arenado, Goldschmidt, Lars Newtbar. Like a lot of these guys, um, I, I thought he was just going to go out there and just get absolutely shelled. But he proved all the haters wrong, and that's what I like to see. Hopefully, we see more of that going forward. I'm not putting all my chips on it, but... I think it was a good start to a bounce back for Vince Velasquez. Again, just hopefully it carries over into his next start. And again, when you start off a road trip with everybody coming together and playing, I think it all works well. Um, and that's, you see, you kind of get the result that we saw last night, five, nothing shutout win against the, uh, NL central leader NL central champ from last year. Um, if, if we can just stay as a cohesive unit, throughout the next couple of games because we need the series win over the St. Louis Cardinals. And if we played like we did last night, I think things are going to be great. Also quick mention. I love the sword celebration. I think it is uh, one of those things where it's going to take social media by storm and it livens up the atmosphere in the clubhouse a little bit. I just love it so much. I love the fake swords when somebody gets on base and I love the actual swords with the home run. That is awesome. I'd love to see that more going forward. Maybe Zoltan 2.0. Who knows? Hey, that's this morning's Buck of Joe. Thanks so much for joining me. Don't forget to follow uh, Talk the Plank on Twitter at Talk the Plank Pod. Follow Buck's Dugout at Buck's Dugout. Follow Fan First Sports Network on Twitter. You can also follow me at underscore Radio Jake. Pirates back in action in St. Louis tonight. Johan Oviedo goes against his former team. That's all for this morning. Have yourself a wonderful Friday and a great weekend.